everybody. Welcome to the Bob's Burgers After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Season 7, Episode 19, Thelma and Louise, except Thelma is Linda. The title kind of explains it all, but we'll be going into more details about that in just a moment. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Ah, uh, the dulcet tones of the Bob's Burgers so theme delightful. song. It really is. It just, it really just invokes this image of this, you know, great, like, kind of wacky family comedy. Like, you know yeah. what you're getting into with this song. Yeah. It's it, it, it's offbeat, but in a, in a wonderful exactly, way. Exactly, yeah. exactly. In a very a very charming uh, kind of way. <laughs> uh, hey, guys. Welcome to the Bob's Burgers After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Uh, if you guys have not uh, done so already, please be sure to, you know, go on over to that old iTunes store and uh, give us a subscribe there. Leave reviews. Let us know what you think. Uh, and mm-hmm. if you are listening on iTunes, remember, we do stream live on YouTube. It's true. We're live right it's now. It's true. We are literally live right now. Uh, circa 8.30 p.m. on Sunday nights. That is Pacific time. I say circa because circa, it's usually you know. more like, you know, 8.40. Sur- AD? Yeah. This yeah. is AD, though, Yeah, right? exactly. Okay, AD. As long as yeah. we're using circa. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so you guys can uh, tune in live and, you know, like hang out with us on the air while yeah, we're... Come, come digitally chill. Talking about, uh, talking about all things Bob's. Uh, so, to me... The thing that was most delightful about this episode, so as you know, Andrew, mm. uh, Bob's Burgers is notorious for their burger of the day. Yes. The burger of the day. There was there was one episode where it was about Bob's inability to like come to up come with up a with new one. burger of the day. Mm-hmm. And so it was him like seeking out his inspiration. But by and large, the burger of the day is just kind of a fun thing that happens yeah. on the board. It's like a cool little Easter egg to look for. Yeah. Uh, kind of like in the opening credits, the the uh, business next door, which in the mm-hmm. actual show is always empty and for rent. Right. Uh, but in the opening credits often has something else there and also the pest control company. So in this episode, uh, it was a curd in hand homemade cheeses that was right next door to Bob's Burgers. Uh, And then uh, the pest control that came by is these are a fume of my favorite things. These are a fume of my favorite Mm -hmm, things. mm -hmm. I like that a lot. And the burger of the day, there was only one this episode. And it was Glory Glory Jalapeno. And it actually was a plot point in the episode. Really? Yeah, which is like very unusual. Now I say really with that incredulous tone because uh, once again this week, unfortunately due to scheduling things, I didn't get to watch this episode yet. But it's okay because Andrew was very kind to sit here and let me explain it to him so I don't have to be here by myself. I'm here to be woman-splained too. (laughs) Exactly. Thank you. I appreciate it. it. Okay. So basically... uh, the sort of B storyline of this episode. So the A storyline is that Louise has gotten herself into in-school suspension. Okay. And Linda kind of throws her under the bus, but then has a change of heart uh, because of the fact that what Louise was doing to get herself in in in-school suspension was actually a pretty nice thing. Right. But I'll, I'll get into more detail about that in a second. But the B plot line is that because Linda's on this, like, soul-seeking quest with Louise, uh, Bob is left at the restaurant by himself with, you know, Teddy just hanging out like Teddy does. Of course. And 
unlike your typical weekday at Bob's Burgers, they actually get a lot of customers in. Because these bikers who are doing this, like, crazy long, they're burning 4,000 calories, like, bike marathon that day. Yes, yeah, like, cyclists. Yeah, yeah. I thought Uh, we had another one-eyed snake episode. No, 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 no. No, they were were cyclists. Okay. Uh, Basically, they all kind of decide that Bob's Burgers is where they're going to convene. So that's, like, their stopping point to, like, hang out and have lunch but it's so funny because like they all eat like a ton of burgers and fries and drink a bunch of beer which to me i'm like is that is that really what you should be doing one of my friends in college was a runner and she would always have these enormous Mm -hmm. omelets and like the omelets were always sounded like the like heaviest fattiest thing yeah you're like it has like 25 pieces of bacon and eight sausages Yeah, exactly (laughs) it has a full-grown adult uh, like ham yeah you know you're like oh wow that's that seems like yeah i mean the food thing i sort of get but like they're literally drinking and beer yeah oh yeah i mean beer's like liquid bread so i mean I don't know. No, I don't know. Uh, maybe if you guys run, if someone mm. runs or bikes or does some sort of, we don't we don't exercise. Yeah, we're not really into so that kind of activity. So we don't understand how all of this works. We're like, wait, I thought I mean, you let's weren't supposed way. to eat fries. I don't like. I I enjoy rollerblading very oh, much, yeah. but like, I don't go and drink a bunch of beer and then I, go rollerblading. I enjoy riding my bicycle around, but I don't. Yeah, also do yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> so so you know. I didn't know that was a thing. But anyway, uh, yeah. yeah, it was very confusing to me. Uh, but can, can you get a biking DUI? <clears throat> I think so, yeah. Probably. I believe you can get a bike yeah, in DUI. I would mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So these bikers are being very irresponsible. Uh, but anyway, so the whole restaurant is just like packed, and Bob is by himself. Okay. So basically, as, the, as they first show up, Bob needs to clear a table to seat some more people, and uh, Teddy wants to go clear the table. And Bob's like, no, I got it. It's fine. And then as the restaurant gets more and more packed and Linda doesn't come back, Bob's like, Teddy... I think I do need me. your help. Oh, no. So Teddy becomes like the server while Bob does all the cooking. And Teddy manages to actually. So everyone is ordering this burger of the day. This mm-hmm. uh, this glory, glory jalapeno burger, which sounds delicious yeah, to me. Me too. Uh, and he gets jalapenos in his eye, which if Ooh. anybody has ever. Teddy does? Or Bob mm-hmm, does? Teddy does. Ooh. Sorry, Teddy. So <clears throat> if anybody Ooh. has ever. Uh, Handle the hot pepper. Uh, you and know that you do not want to touch your eyes. Uh, it's a very, very bad thing if you do. They burn extremely badly. And it's really funny yeah. because, like, Teddy gets the jalapeno in his eye. And you're under the impression that, like, he didn't just, like, touch the jalapenos and then touch his eyes. Like, he legit got jalapenos in his eyes. Oh, he dropped a jalapeno in his eye? I have no eye. idea. And oh, then no, he, like, Teddy. tries to blindly oh, no. serve everybody because Bob doesn't have an emergency eye wash station because who has that in a restaurant? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, to be fair, like, I've never, re- I've only ever worked, like, catering restaurant-wise, but we did not have an emergency eye wash station. No, I don't think I've ever seen emergency eye, emergency eye wash stations outside of a classroom. Exactly. Yeah, classroom. At, well, and I'm sure a science lab, but yeah. I'm not a scientist, so I've right. never been in one of those. Scientists, where else do you put those? Yeah, I at mean, <clears throat> emergency eye wash stations, where do you get them? How do you install them in your <laughs> restaurant? Because clearly Bob needed one yeah. today. But no, because I, I have handled a hot pepper before, and then like just touch even gotten just or... touch your face in the vicinity of your eye and it's yeah. awful. Yeah. Uh like when I did uh I, I did an episode of Hot Pepper Gaming before that channel oh, ended nice. and like I they like handed me uh the habanero pepper and I was like, "Okay, I know to only hold it by the stem and I will not touch the pepper at all because I do not want to have my eyes burning in addition to the rest of everything Oof. in this general vicinity yeah. burning. So, yeah. Solid plan. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's a, it's a really cute, funny little thing. And, uh, you know, at the end, Teddy is still blind and trying to help 
Bob clean up and Bob's like, it's cool, Teddy. Just like sit. I got it. And they're uh, walking. And then, you know, Bob starts to go around and gather everything up. And Teddy's like, oh, do I still get to keep the tips? And Bob's like, yeah, they might be a little less than you think, though. Like once you started knocking into everybody. uh... Yeah. Kind of started to fall apart. Poor Teddy. Yeah. Poor yep. sweet Teddy. They get through it, though. And it really, it literally is just like this little side story of Bob and Teddy, like, yeah. getting through just the day. getting through the day. Yep, yep. I, lo- yeah, I love that as just, a, just making it, <clears throat> making it work. <clears throat> yep. Uh, but the main plot centers around Linda. Yes. Who, uh, and, and Louise, too. So Louise has gotten in trouble. Yes. She's done a okay. thing that got her in but trouble, but it was a good is, thing. the problem is, is it starts off with Mr. Frond has finally allowed Linda to be in charge of the big Wagstaff bake sale. Oh, no. In, of course, a, pre- she's this, in right? a previous year, mm-hmm, because Colleen Caviello, apparently in a previous oh, year, right. told her that uh, she needed to make banana bread. Meanwhile, she had already made banana bread, so all they had at this bake sale was banana bread. So right. it was totally ruined. But now Linda gets her chance to be in charge and show up this Colleen Caviello character. Yes. Uh, and so she's really anxious to like talk about the bake sale with Mr. Front. So she gets a call from him. She's like chatting about this with Bob in the morning after the kids have gone to school. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you need to come down. Uh, Louise is in trouble. She's in my office. She's like, great. She thinks, of course, he wanted to talk about the bake sale, but that was not the case. He yeah. At the end of the day, Mr. Frog really doesn't actually care that much about the bake sale, is no. the lesson we learned from this. But she shows up at school to, uh, you know, go retrieve Louise or, or see, you know, what's going on. And basically, she finds out that Louise is in trouble because she pantsed the O'Brien brothers who were trying to steal the lunch of pint-sized Rudy. A pocket-sized Rudy. Yeah, pocket-sized Rudy. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, and Louise was like, yeah, they were, it's because they were, like, stealing his lunch. They were tormenting him. He's so tiny. He needs to eat. Like, come on. <laughs> uh, and so Linda initially defends her because Linda agrees with her that she's done a good thing. But she's afraid of losing control of the bake sale. So in the moment, she's like, yes, what you did is wrong, Louise. And apparently Wagstaff has a zero tolerance rule for pantsing. They're part of a program. Got it. Uh, yeah. So she uh, she basically like. An initiative. Sure. Yeah. She sucks up to Mr. Frond uh, so that she won't lose control of the bake sale. And then uh, she has to basically sign a permission slip that says Louise can be an in-school suspension for the rest of the day. Because they figured out, uh, as uh, is definitely the case, and many schools have figured out that actual suspension like isn't a great thing because you're just like letting kids stay home and it's really not helpful to their parents who have jobs like they can't do anything with them so they basically just have to leave these kids on their own to their own devices basically and if they did something to get them suspended chances are they're pretty happy to like stay home and not be in school to be not at school (laughs) yeah exactly uh but in school suspension apparently happens uh detention right yeah all day detention though like so she's in school she has to like write an essay uh no 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 it's during regular school hours uh even worse and uh and apparently this is something that has happened to zeke on numerous occasions because jimmy jr is very good at sliding uh notes underneath the door also he has pooped everywhere that is true Uh, he deserves it i know is getting some sort of punishment oh zeke for all the things Uh, he does yeah so basically uh However, 
even though Linda initially like is like, yes, Louise, you did a bad thing. She like brings her into the in-school suspension room and talks really loudly being like, you're a bad little girl. You're, you got to sit in here and think about what you did all day. And is like slowly opening the window to like, she like throws Louise out a window. Oh, that's amazing. And she's like, meet me at the car. Cause basically she feels badly that Louise is getting punished for what she thinks was actually the right thing to do. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, they escape together. They escape together. Exactly. Uh, and so Linda says she's going to take Louise, um, to get ice cream. Like that's the plan. Uh, and then she's going to return her to school and Louise is like, or we could just like blow off the whole school thing and just, I could live my life. Uh, well, Linda seems almost convinced about this until they go, uh, until they're out and about and in their journey in their like quest to go get ice cream, they're like walking by the pier and Mr. Frond shows up with his mom. So they run into like, you know, the carnival area of the Mm -hmm. pier to hide from him. Right. And he's like walking around there with his mom, but he thinks that he sees them. So he's sort of looking for them. And, uh, and they basically have to come up with this whole plan to try to, you know, get away from Mr. Fran. Well, you know, Louise, uh, is normally not, you know, the most, selfless of people but something that we've been seeing from her a lot more often is that like and and, and this even came out of a a a situation wherein she was legitimately trying to help somebody i mean her methods might be questionable uh no absolutely i i i I can't confirm mm -hmm. this because i haven't seen this episode Mm -hmm. but from what you're telling me it sounds like and i'm really excited about that she's growing into this person who like is 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 defending who is defenseless. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. And she's using this like intense disregard for authority. Yes. And like it's like critical thinking more mm-hmm. than anything. She just questions and mm-hmm. and demands. Uh, you know, she demands better from her authority. Yeah, figures. she's like a rebel. Uh, yeah, she's very like chaotic. Good, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Like she's exactly. def- she's a good person. She just yeah. doesn't believe in law. <laughs> if Frond were a stronger person, she might respect him. But like right. he's not. But he's so not. She does it. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like she does this respect some people mm-hmm. like the people and there are people like i'm trying to think mm-hmm. of exactly who who you know i'm thinking of but like yeah I, I like that a lot that she's kind of this plucky like defender of the week yeah she is she absolutely is That's well and great. i mean and in this episode too it's like so basically uh while mr frond is like you know pushing his mom around in her wheelchair because she had six ingrown toenails apparently oh, yeah that'll do it yep mm-hmm. i guess uh, <laughs> uh louise and linda are hiding and linda's like all right you know what I'm I give up. I'm I'm just going to go with you. I'll tell Mr. Frond it was all my idea cuz it was her idea yeah. to sneak Louise out. Yeah. Like eh, you know, <laughs> Linda broke her child out of school right. basically. Yeah, yeah. She um, made the call. Yeah. Uh and uh and then, you know, you won't get in trouble, I'll get in trouble. And Louise is like, "No, but mom, what about, you know, the bake sale?" And she's like, "Oh, it's a, you know, it's yeah. it's fine." Uh but Louise is like, "Or we could just I could just run directly at him and maybe I'll get past him. And Linda's like, no, but you'll probably, you're going to get caught. And Louise's like, I'll only probably get caught. But if I do, like, you can still keep this thing that you really, really wanted. Yeah. Um, so uh, anyway, so then Linda, of course, is not going to let her do it. Oh, no. uh, but Louise distracts her by, uh, anyway. you know, the ex- you, kn- you knew it was going to happen to yeah. her. She like, looks at her and she's like, 
mom, is that a bee in your boobs? <laughs> in your boobs. And so Linda like freaks out and Louise just runs. Yeah. Uh, and miraculously, she does actually manage to make it past Mr. Wow. Frond and his mom. And he doesn't uh, see her. Nope. Wow. Doesn't see her. Uh, and she, uh, so she goes like running back to school yeah. and Linda then just like walks right up. Once she gets literally right past them, walks up to Mr. Frond and his mom to kind of like continue their focus being in right, that direction. To distract him. Yeah, exactly. Instead of him looking over to where Louise has run off to. And uh and he's like, Oh, Linda, I thought I saw you here. I thought I saw Louise too. And she's like, What? No, Louise is in in school suspension where she I left her this morning. Of course she's there. That's where she's supposed to be. Yeah. And he's like, What are you doing here then? And meanwhile, like his mom has been like, I want to get my face painted. And he's like, No. Oh, he's the no worst. No, it. he's so mean to his mom, oh, who's like this very adorable old lady in a wheelchair. Oh. Uh, and Linda uh, uh, then uses as her excuse, like, "Oh, I just came to get my face painted." <laughs> so you know how yeah, you do, right? Well, she says it's like a really inexpensive facial uh, is her mm-hmm. way of justifying it. Mm-hmm. So basically, <laughs> Louise runs back to school, uh, and the, and there's been this whole other little plot of. Uh, uh, Tina and Jean sliding notes underneath the door to her mm-hmm. because they went to go like try to get her to respond to them and they didn't hear anything and uh, and that's when Jimmy Jr. and Zeke show up and Jimmy Jr. is like oh I pass notes to Zeke when he's in in school suspension all the time yeah. so they she's like amassed this little pile oh, of notes, notes oh, that uh, Jean and Tina have been sliding under the door so Jean's just like drawing pictures of angry hot dogs. And Tina is, like, writing incomplete haikus. Love it. Um, Not even full haiku. No, incomplete. Yeah. Uh, And uh, so Louise, (laughs) you know, manages to get back to school. And Mr. Frond comes in. And it's, like, this perfect storm of this, of these sort of, like, series of unfortunate events that led to Louise actually having a cover story. So basically he comes in and he's like, why are you panting and sweaty? Because she ran. She literally gets in, like, right before he opens the door. And she's like, because it's really hot in here. So as Linda is trying to, like, break Louise out, she knocks the air conditioning unit out of the window. Oh, amazing. So it's hot in the room. She's like, because it's hot in here. He's like, you're right. Where did the air conditioning go? (laughs) He's like, and where's your essay, young lady? And Louise is like, uh. And then she, like, notices the pile of notes at her feet and is like, down here where I keep my essays. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know how you do. Yep, and then she's and then he like unfolds him and he's like, "It's an angry hot dog and incomplete haikus." And she's like, "Yeah, the angry hot dog like represents my feelings about the world and the haiku is like, you know, the existential crisis of how things are incomplete." And it was like, she's this really funny explanation, and he's like, "Really good, reasoning. yeah, it's really good reasoning." Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, of course. I just, you know, I wanted to make sure it wasn't something more meaningful or something deeper or not that." Anyway, that checks out. And then Linda <laughs> runs in, and she has gotten her face painted. Love it. Great. Uh, and, uh, and then she and Louise, like, exchange, you know, winks as she's like, oh, have you been good and in school suspension? You've been here all day. You've been so good. And, like, she's, like, winking at her. And Louise is like, yeah, everything was great. I wrote my essay. I did exactly what I was supposed to do. Uh, if anybody's listening, I'm She's emphatically winking. winking. Emphatically, um, yes. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and then Mr. Frown is like, 
why are you guys winking? And Linda's like, cats wink. Some they just wink at each other. <laughs> you know, some mom cats wink at their kids, or or and some or some kids wink at their cat moms. And you know, some kids leave their moms in their car with all the windows rolled up, which is what Mr. Frond did to his mom. Oh no! And so he goes running out to go uh, rescue his dear sweet mom from his Good. hot car. Uh, and yep. That's oh. uh, that's how the episode ends. Well, that was delightful. Yeah, with Teddy um, singing "I've Had the Time of My Life" as oh, the closing like credit song. If you if you watching and listening want to just hear every week Emma Fife describe <laughs> the episode to you, I'm I'm kind of into it. It's pretty fun. Yeah, it's pretty solid. <laughs> I feel like I really got a lot of the episode. Oh, thanks, thanks. Yeah, yeah I, it's like an A, B, and yeah, then a C really, story. You know, I really enjoy. It was this was a nice one with a really neat A, B, and C story. Yes. Like Bob's usually has a very strong A story, and then sometimes and there's usually a B story and sometimes a C story. But every once in a while, you do get sort of that like classic sitcom format. And this was absolutely one of those episodes. So it was easy to, you know, put a little bow on it and, yeah. uh, and call it A, B and C. And, and again, like it was just so delightful that the burger of the day actually like factored into yeah, it the became episode. Big a part of it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I feel the same way about the baby. You can chive my car burger, which is the only one. Yeah. You know, cause he makes it for the, the, in the flashback, he makes it for the guy and it's like the turning point in his like little career where he quits his, with his dad and all that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. That's the only other one. So I feel like, yeah, we need more, we need more pot, plot integral burgers of the day. Yeah. It was, it was really, it was fun. I, I think I would get tired. Like if it was something that was always an integral yeah. part of the episode, I would get tired totally. of it. But it, when well, it's not, like once a season. yeah, like once a season is, is <laughs> really great. Is a good, is a good amount. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, that, uh, that wraps it up. Yeah. So, uh, all right. That's uh, going to do it for this week. Thanks for tuning uh, in. Uh, yeah. yeah. Thanks for uh, checking us out, guys. It looks like our next episode will be next week. Okay, great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yep. May 7th. That is next That is next week. So, May yay. the 7th. You never know with Bob's Burgers. It's we find true. out from Twitter. So, yes. Uh, be sure to way. join us again next week. Once again, 8.30 p.m. Pacific time. In the meantime, Andrew, where can the people find you? Find me on Twitter at, at Andrew Mena, on Instagram at the Andrew Mena, or just Google me with the Googler. Oh, yeah. The Googles. The Googles. <laughs> uh, and I'm Emma Fife. I'm also very Googleable and findable on Twitter. Uh, at my name, Emma Fife, E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. I'm doing lots of things. I, but all I tweet about all the many things that I do. Uh, TV Talk over on Collider is going to be live uh, every day this week. I will be on Monday, Tuesday, and Friday streaming live at 8 o'clock a.m. Pacific time. So be sure to check that out. If we uh, do well, then we will be going daily probably for the foreseeable future, which awesome. would be awesome. Uh, also uh, on uh, Friday nights at 9 o'clock p.m. Pacific time over on Hyper RPG's Twitch channel. That is twitch.tv slash Hyper RPG. I do a show called Pencils and Parsecs. Ooh, it is a Star Wars RPG. Mm-hmm. It is really fun. Uh, so you guys should totally come hang out. And your tips, and if you guys subscribe to the channel, you can affect the like fate of the, the Ooh, galaxy. Dude. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Get in on that, you guys. It's real fun. So again, thank you guys for uh, tuning in. We will see you all again next week. See you guys. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.